Hello. Oh my goodness. I am absolutely excited. Now, you know, that's my favorite word. And this is episode 12. And I had a little break, as you know, <laughs> I had a little break and I gave birth to Melina, my latest number six. And I'm just going to remind you, I'm going to remind you because this is Superwomen Can podcast episode 12. And what's really exciting about this episode is not only is it number 12, it is also we've got a firecracker. We have a firecracker. We have someone who is so anointed, so touched that she touches every single person in sight. I cannot wait to introduce Dupe Alarua. Am I saying it correctly? You and without further ado, I want her to introduce herself because once you get to know this person, if you, I'm pretty sure you already do, if you don't know her already, you are going to be astounded and amazed. God has given her such a gift. Go tell us more about yourself. Yes. Thank you so much, Samantha, for having me. I'm super excited. I'm glad we finally came up with a date to meet. Yay. I know we've been going back and forth for so long. So it's great to be here. My name is Dupay Alaru, like Samantha said, and I am a... Man, I do a lot. So I'm the founder and owner of Davi Creative LC, which is a professional and personal development company for Christian content creators. So I'm also a content coach. I'm a motivational speaker, six-time published author, and what most people know me for is a Christian content creator. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Did you say six times books? Did six I hear time. that right? Yeah, six-time published author. Yes. <laughs> did I not say? Did you hear me at the beginning? I said firecracker. Now, um, listen, but just to remind you, those who are on that are listening into the Super Women Can podcast, this has been created for women who want to accelerate at speed to the highest possible levels in their careers, in their business, in their lives. We as women are spinning a lot of plates. We know that we can crack through any glass ceiling. Now we know we've got an amazing person here who has cracked every ceiling. Did you hear that? Six times, six times books, literally like six books. Please tell me, we already kind of already heard it. What sets you apart? What is, what made, got you started with this? Tell us the story. I'm really happy. Tell us the story. I don't even know we have enough time, um, but <laughs> I am a fast talker. So I'm going to try to slow down a little bit. So it pretty much started for me in my background in education. So I'm a former teacher turned entrepreneur. So I was one of the laid off teachers back in 2008 that was kind of thinking, do I continue to find a job with all these teacher layoffs and pink slips? And this was happening in the U.S. Or do I start a new venture? And I decided to start a tutoring company. And that was probably the start of not only my entrepreneurship journey, but my journey as a pretty much content coach. I didn't know it at the time, but I was always creating content, whether that was curriculums for school districts and government agencies, TV shows for kids, right? Videos, getting hired by companies like ehow.com to create short form educational videos. I always found myself creating and I love the creating creation process, whether that's, you know, long form, short form videos, courses, images, you name it. That's kind of what I'm known for. So that's my superpower <laughs> content. So what is your biggest platform? So I know my we platform. met on LinkedIn. That's where we met. Yeah. And 
I just seen your content and I was just like, wow, this is this. I need this every morning. I need this daily wow. dose. But yeah. you've got a you've got a main platform. Talk talk to me about that because you're doing incredible things. Thank you. I was gonna say, like, actually, my main platform is LinkedIn, and that did shift though. That shifted, so I'm glad that you recognized that. So my main platform used to be TikTok. I that is where I have the majority of my followers. So I have 300,000 followers on TikTok, a little over 300,000 things like 308. However, what I, as an entrepreneur, business owner, as you know, it's important. It's not about the numbers, right? It's about where is your ideal client hanging out at? And my ideal clients are on LinkedIn. They're on Facebook. They're even on YouTube. And I'm sure there's some on TikTok, but being on that platform for many years, I've noticed how quickly it was for me to work with clients when I'm posting content on LinkedIn, comparison to TikTok, right? So main platform is LinkedIn. I do have 31,000 followers there. But it, again, like I said, it's not, I don't focus so much on the number, but rather the engagement of your community. Like how many ideal clients, how many people really show up for you? And I always talk about building a loyal and engaged following, right? So that no matter what you post or what you're doing, they're so invested in you. And so that's what I teach my clients. Oh, I absolutely love it. And that <laughs> figures like a really, they're high figures. I mean, free, did I hear that right? 300,000. 300,000. Like, yeah. Big. <laughs> so 300,000. <laughs> and LinkedIn, obviously, we know if you don't know, you know, I'm doing a snippet and these will go on LinkedIn and all the other mm. platforms. But LinkedIn is my main platform. And we yes. know that it is a growing platform. Yes. And by, even by LinkedIn standards, 31,000 is a pretty impressive number. So you and only are, in a year and a half. That is impressive. Yeah. That's an impressive number. She, you can hear she's a content creator. This is her, this is her thing. And yeah. she is on fire for this. This is what she's known for. And clearly if you've done it in 18 months, you can rinse and repeat on pretty much any platform. Once you know what you're doing, you yeah. can be as big as you are anywhere, yeah. which is clear. Tell us in terms of who is your ideal audience? Who are, who do you reach? Yeah, so my ideal audience, Christian content creators, first and foremost. So that is, you know, my slogan for my company is creators for the creator. So I want to build a massive community and business where Christian content creators are creating content to not only glorify God, but to also utilize their God-given gifts to build a business, right? So that's first and foremost, my audience. But then I also, because there's so much synergy with most creators or coaches as well. So I tell people my audience is Christian creators, coaches, and consultants, right? So um, speakers, you know, authors, most people who are, on a, are a speaker, they're also a coach, right? If you are an author, you're probably also a speaker. So that's that's pretty much my audience in all yeah so me yeah exactly <laughs> everyone everyone like me anyone in my audience so basically those who are listening in right now who are christine creators and who are con coach, co coaches consultants basically this is your person i know you've told us about what you're doing and obviously I can only see great things happen in your life and your business. And as you continue to grow it and your audiences, people who connect with you will surely mm. grow. Tell us anything in your background. Tell us your, what's going on personally. Tell us mm. more about you as the person behind all this amazingness. <laughs> no, I love that question. It's so good. I mean, my background, like born and raised in California. So grew up in central California. I live in Southern California 
Los Angeles County, been here for about 20 years. My parents are Nigerian, so that makes my siblings and I firstborn Nigerian American. And, you know, I just grew up in an, I have an amazing family. The only thing that I can say as far as like what's really helped me as far as like my mindset and like my entrepreneur spirit is really watching my parents and how hard they worked growing up. My dad was in like the restaurant business. My mom was an OBGYN nurse. So she helped deliver babies. So just seeing how hard they worked, I think innately, like my siblings and I, we kind of followed in those footsteps. My siblings are all successful. We're all kind of go-getters. So that's just something about myself that was, I guess it allowed me to show up, show up authentically because I think naturally I just love to work hard and I love to do my best in everything that I do. So, and I got that from my parents. Yeah. That's awesome. First, I'm going to just go, cause you said something, California. Now I have family in California, California okay. I've been there a few times. I absolutely love it there. Complete polar opposite of those who are British, which is, you know, there's, I'm from Britain and I live right. in Manchester, which is pretty gray. Now, have you been to the UK, actually? Is this- I haven't. You know what's crazy is I haven't traveled a lot. We're inviting you to come to Manchester. I need to. I need to. (laughs) We we have awesome shopping. I can't say the weather will be a place to visit, but everything else is awesome. I promise you. I can't compare to California and everyone else. We're going, what are you doing? Don't tell us to come to Manchester. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. But you said something as well. You said about Mm -hmm. Nigeria. I have, again, friends and the, the anyone who knows Nigerian, and this is not a stereotype, their work ethic is second to none. They are hard yes. workers. They're known yes. for working extremely hard. Yes. Now, do you think that is impacted you in, you said it's impacted you. Is it impacted oh, yeah. you in a positive way? And how has it impacted you? Definitely in a positive way. One of the things that I admire and I love about my parents is, you know, you'll see some Nigerian parents that are very strict with the culture, like you have to do things, you know what I mean? And so my parents, I think, I feel like I lucked out because, you know, they were more American because my parents, when they came to the U.S., in the 60s, they were quite young, right? That my mom was in, my dad was like 26 when he came over and my mom, they're 10 years apart. So they, I think they grew up the majority of their time in like the United States. And so because of that, they kind of were a little bit more, not lenient because they were very strict. (laughs) They allowed us to have our own ideas and ideals as well, right? There was still like, this is how it's done. But I noticed as we got older, they're like, oh, you know, you guys are just different. (laughs) You know what I mean? They've accepted it. And I think that's, allowed each and every one of my siblings, including myself, to explore and to be free and to come into our own. Never any judgment, always support, right? Like you want to do modeling? Great. You want to do cheerleading now? Great. You want to do soccer? Huh? Okay, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was always like, geez, you're always trying different things, but they supported. So I don't think if my parents, if my parents pushed their ideals on me, like you need to be a doctor, like some Nigerian parents are, I wouldn't be speaking in front of you today. They allowed us to run wild, even if it didn't make sense. They were like, okay, <laughs> you know. Like when I, I first my parents, I was, oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. 
I was going to say, when I first told my parents I was going to start posting content online, they thought I was crazy. They're like, oh, you know, you're sharing too much with people. And now my dad has TikTok. He's on TikTok more than me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, I need to find your dad on TikTok. That's hot mess. <laughs> That, that is so true. I remember exactly the same thing. So it's either yeah. you've got to be a doctor, a lawyer, or am I missing something? Doctor, a lawyer. Those are the top two. <laughs> An engineer now, isn't it? It's engineer. It's engineer. My parents never said engineer, but my mom, oh, she's been trying to get me in the medical field for so long. She's retired, but she owns her own nursing institute. And she's still, even though I'm a successful entrepreneur, been entrepreneur for like 14 years, she's still like, well, you know, you can always come and run my company. I'm good mom I'm good I promise you I'm okay she's like you can come and get a real job whenever you're ready or anything like how can I even survive as a nurse no thank you (laughs) yeah it's interesting my husband is also a nurse he's a mental nurse and I that is definitely not an area that you know I could do Right. I, I value them. I think that they do an awesome job. It takes a particular type of individual. So I'm going to just go well done to all those who are working so hard in that profession. But yeah. yeah. Now, if you would, can you tell me what has actually created your success? And I know this is a two barrel question. What <laughs> advice would you give other women of color to progress in their own careers or even content create and say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, like I did a webinar today and I was telling people, I mean, that's more than a twofold question because number one, what helped me create my success? Like, like we talked about, like my family, my environment, the way I grew up, right. My mindset, but more in my drive, but more importantly, I feel like just the people I've met along the way, right. I've always been lucky to be, you know, when I was a teacher, all my students' parents said, okay, I feel like you can be doing something more. I used to be kind of offended, like what? I went through all this school to become a teacher and you think I should be doing something else, but they saw something in me that I didn't at that time. They thought I should be doing something bigger. Now they're like, see, I knew you had a big personality and you should be teaching on a mass scale. So it's kind of funny. And I say that all to say that most people see your gifts and talents before you do, right? And so I really equate my success to the people I've met along my journey, uh, you know, interns, employees, everyone that I've come into contact with in some form who's worked with me has given me some insight. Wait, maybe you should try it this way or maybe you should do that. So that has really helped me. And then the second part of that would be like you mentioned content. I would, we wouldn't be sitting here if you didn't see my content, right? And then invite me to be on your con- or your podcast. So creating content by far is what helped me scale and build brand visibility that then ended up helping me build a business. Yeah. So what five can you, so I know you said two, I think there was two there. Give me five, give me five tips. Oh, then the tips. Okay. So those were how I got here. Now the tips would be, I'll give three tips. So if you're a Christian entrepreneur, coach, creator, and you're looking to gain brand visibility, you should have been on my webinar today. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you're doing them every month, right? So we're going to get those details. A, yeah, I'm doing an event every month. So whether it's a three-day challenge or a webinar or a LinkedIn event, I'm definitely do, doing events multiple times a month. So let me just share with you what I shared with my audience today on the webinar. So these are like three secrets. The three main things that I think anyone should focus on when they're trying to build a brand, number one is clarity. You have to know who you are, 
and what you do and how you serve people. And you will see that a lot on social media. We call those like brand message or I help statements, right? I help so-and-so do so that they can, right? And yep. most people are not clear. When you're not clear on who you are and what you do and the pain points of your audience, you can't attract your ideal community, right? So clarity is number one. Number two is content. You have to ask yourself, what do I know that other people need to know and are willing to pay a price to learn it? And payment, the currency is not only monetary, right? It's attention, right? When someone is giving you attention, that is the currency for you putting out that great content, okay? So you have to understand what content's gonna resonate with your audience, what is going to help them move them closer to their desired goal, okay? Because they have like some pain point where they're stuck and you're providing content, which is their solution to their problem. And in doing that's how you start to scale. And then the third secret is consistency. Like most creators, when they come to me, every single one of my clients, they're not consistent. And that is the key to growth on social media. You have to train the algorithm. When you're posting sporadically, the algorithm doesn't know who you are, what you do, or who to send it out to. So consistency doesn't necessarily mean daily. It just means some consistent pattern to where your audience can expect to see you a certain day and time. And so like my audience, you guys know, the moment you wake up, you probably see my post. <laughs> I post at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Eastern, and I'm consistent. Like the entire year and a half or whatnot that I've been on LinkedIn, haven't stopped Monday through Friday. So those are the three tips that I can give anyone who's looking to build brand visibility on social media. I love those tips. <laughs> and I love, I love consistency. I think yeah. consistency is so important. I think it last is. year, and certain, I think so, certain platforms, they value it more than others. And I couldn't yes. talk about TikTok, but what I can say, I remember I was actually unwell. And this is why probably scheduling and making sure you've got a plan is good. Mm -hmm. I was literally just writing as, you know, on the day. I know that's just, I was like, oh, I'll just write this morning. Yeah. Doo -doo -doo, and I'll write. <laughs> and I got unwell. I was, I had, I was really sick. I had, I got tonsillitis and then I'd had tooth extracted. I couldn't post for two weeks. Mm -hmm. I was forgotten. Like the algorithm hated me. Oh, after oh you get punished. You call it punishment. punishment. Yeah. The hall of punishment. I was like, I was sick. What are you doing to me? So I can understand that. So yeah. give a, if you've got any advice for people who have gone through that, where actually they haven't been so consistent, what can you, what can they do to create consistency because that's in itself a skill yeah and I'm getting punished right now on on TikTok and YouTube because I haven't been consistent intentionally because again LinkedIn and Instagram is where I'm focusing right now and I'm focusing more on building my business whereas the last few years I was just content 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 right and I'm still putting out a lot of content just not as much like I was creating like four to five videos a day per platform. And it was insane. Yo, yeah, I was going in. And so my slowing down, even when you go from, I was posting three to four videos a day on TikTok. And even when you go from three to one, you get punished, right? So it's, and of course, people are saying, that's not true. It is. <laughs> you do. So I'm seeing it right now. Um, so to answer your question wow. is number one, it's natural. And I don't want people to have anxiety where if you're sick, take time. Creators like myself who, who do a lot, 
We go through burnout and we need to take breaks. And you know what? I'm willing to take that hit and that punishment because I know that I can rebuild momentum. It might usually you have to retrain the algorithm and it usually takes a couple months. However, that's just the name of the game. This is free marketing at the end of the day. Nothing is guaranteed, right? So we shouldn't be complaining. Super grateful for these platforms. But what I would say is you have to have a content calendar. So in order to keep the momentum and the consistency, you have your content calendar and that tells you what days and times you post, what form of content, what platform, right? And then my biggest tip is the scheduler. So you're talking about LinkedIn. They now have the scheduler. So you can schedule your content weeks in advance and someone who might be busy, like you said, you have six kids. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you look amazing by the way. I'm like, I just six kids. But someone like you who might be super busy, it might be smart for you for a couple of weekends to batch your content, create maybe content for the entire month, schedule it out, and then you can kind of kick back and relapse, right? So everyone's going to have their own strategies. And that's what I do as a content coach is I individualize and personalize the strategies for my clients. Yeah. I love that. And I have to say that I did learn a very long lesson. And not only was it summer, so as we know, summer gives you a bigger hit. So I just got hit. (laughs) I got hit for being sick. And then now I do schedule it. So while I was giving birth, people, I had all my content scheduled. No one would have known any different. And then I was like, Yeah, exactly. But but, but, when did you people were like but when did you give birth like you've been everywhere and like everywhere what do you mean I've been in hospital for like two weeks <laughs> yeah so, is I think it's so it is yeah it is really important it's important to continue the momentum I guess as well yeah I think that what you're posting tell us exactly what I know you you say you it's Christian content but actually tell us yeah. what post what is the content that you post what engages people Yeah. Like, I mean, the content types, so I I post, you know, short form videos, which hasn't really, you know, on LinkedIn is still fairly new. You don't see a ton of video content on your feed. So I think I've kind of broken through for sure, bringing that to LinkedIn. I know when I came on the platform, I wasn't seeing any videos at all, you know? So I've been doing that. And then now I'm seeing a lot more engagement. So I think people being able to see you live in a way, right? It's a more interactive way to engage a visual piece of content. I truly believe that helps with engagement. Every time I have my prayer video, I mean, it just gets super high engagement. So again, understanding what your audience needs, right? So prayers on Fridays has helped. And then for some reason, LinkedIn is a very keep it simple, right? A very simple quotes, right? And maybe in the description area, give me some quick tips that usually really goes well with my audience as well. And so again, each person is going to be different. You kind of have to A-B test and try different forms of content. And once you see there's a pattern of this one gets more engagement than the other, then you scratch the other and you keep posting what gets attention. And some people are like, oh, people are going to get bored. No, they don't. Human beings, we like repetition, <laughs> right? Like we like to see the same thing over and over again, right? It makes us comfortable and we want to know what to expect. So again, don't overthink, just do what the market is showing you that they like, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that is really, really valuable. Who knew you're going to come here and have a whole training session? But <laughs> who knew, eh? This is a really, so everyone on, anyone who's listening, you've already mm-hmm. literally got a, 
great training session. And I know now that you are, you said that you're going to be doing a lot of training monthly. Tell us about that. Tell us how to find you. Tell us where to look, because I am sure that people are going to go and find you. You know, let me put this link. There is a freebie that I want to give people. So I want to make sure it's the right one. So I'm going to type it out. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm going to, I'm okay. I'm wording. There is a freebie. <laughs> let, let me. Oh, you know what? I don't know if it's. So I think it's bit.ly. So if you guys go to bit.ly, and then it's going to be Christian content ideas. I'm doing it in the URL just to make sure that. Okay, that is it. Okay. So if you go there, I'm going to give you 50 tried and true ideas for growing your social media following. So some people always say, hey, I don't even know what to create. Now you've got a resource of 50 ideas, right? So that is something that I want to give you for free. So that's the first thing. The second thing is pretty much following me on social media. You're going to, I'm always going to post when I'm going to be hosting the event. More importantly on LinkedIn, because that's where I'm really focused this year. So if you follow me on LinkedIn, just my name, D-U-P-E-A-L-E-R-U, Dupe Alaru, you'll be able to see all of my posts. But then also, if you just go to doggycreative.com forward slash challenge, that's where you're going to always see like my challenge, like when I'm hosting my challenges. And like you said, Samantha, just, you know, I'm all over the place. So I don't think you can miss me. You are literally <laughs> everywhere. So I will be putting all the links down okay. somewhere as well. Okay. So everything will be down. So go and yeah. take a look either in the comment section on the profile you'll see all the links and please do click and definitely go and grab that freebie i am grabbing that freebie <laughs> i'm gonna you know you always need some sort of inspiration again oh, yeah, so i'm excited sure. about that i'm excited about i love freebies now i just want to just because I, I can see so much great things coming your way Thank what you. do you see so if you were to write yourself a letter in five years time oh. tell us very briefly what yeah. would what would that letter be to yourself Honestly, like I probably will thank myself for surrendering to God's will. It was tough. Like I, I tell people all the time, like I didn't choose this path. I had no idea that I would be a Christian content creator or coach. If it was up to me, I would have still been on the same path that I was doing, which was just being like, you know, giving life advice and motivation. And God called me to do what I'm doing now and gave me the vision. Didn't think I can do it. So I would thank myself for being obedient and surrendering and trusting, even when it was so difficult and hard. And I would just, you know, just say, enjoy life, right? Like I spent so much of my life just thinking that things had to be in a certain order and I had to accomplish a certain thing by a certain age and just, you know, just that flow. And I think now in my early forties, I'm just like, I just want peace <laughs> and I want to create impacts and I just want to be happy. And so I, I definitely would hope that in five years, I will still have that mindset. Yeah. Can you give us your final prayer? One of your famous prayers before we wrap up? I'd famous prayers? Pray. I don't know any famous prayers, but I can tell one of yours. Like just, yeah, just give yes. us one of yours to wrap yes. this up because okay, I feel sorry. like someone has to hear what you why you why you're you and why you we should follow you and continue to do so absolutely let's go ahead and bow our heads dear heavenly father we just come to you today i just want to thank you so much for bringing together samantha and i for this incredible interview lord 
I pray that every soul who is listening to this interview, there was something that resonated within their soul, Lord. I pray, Lord, that the information will help not only amplify and glorify your name, Lord, but really drive them to make massive change, not only in their life, but in their business, Lord. I pray that every piece of content that they post online is in alignment with your will, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that if anyone has any questions, Lord, that they open their mouth and they speak up. They don't hesitate to reach out to Samantha and I because we are here doing your will, Lord. And we just thank you and glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen and amen. I want to just say thank you so much for racing the superwomen can podcast and let's yes. you know you are a superwoman you're anointed by god and we're just grateful for what Thank else you. he's gonna do in your life now as i mentioned anyone who's following continue to just go down below you can see all the things that you can do to follow this amazing person but also continue to follow the superwomen can podcast for how you can continue to elevate super turbocharge your career and business from this year into your future destiny. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thank you, Samantha.